Hello and welcome to episode 5, League of Extra Nerdy LXP podcast, a show where four dads who believe with all their heart that nostalgic feelings are strong enough to base a radio show on. We're here to help you decide what 80s and 90s geek artifacts may still be relevant to your own children. In this episode, we'll discuss the 1984 science fiction classic, The Last Starfighter. In addition, we'll be talking about some of the hot news in the nerd community. We'll hear again from our 14-year-old correspondent, The Fangirl, and share what we've been doing with and without our kids this week. I am your host, G-Man, as always with me, the other members of the league. I am Hoff. Hi, I'm Fonz. And I'm J.E. Welcome, welcome. This is episode five, as I pointed out. We have made our half 10 anniversary with this show, um, taping August 23rd. This is also our back to school episode, as I will be returning to work next week, much to my chagrin and Finally. much to the satisfaction of my fellow league <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! members <laughs> who work all summer. And their kids will be returning to school, much to their delight, I'm sure. Definitely. It's the most wonderful <laughs> time. Right. I'm sure I'll agree when, when my right? son is, is of right? school yeah. age. Everyone gives the okay for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Um, and and uh, your son's going to kindergarten this yep. year, right? Yep, and uh, daughter's in sixth grade, so it's going to be the first time they're both in the same school. Oh, and it will last awesome. for an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And then we're back to shipping them off to different schools <laughs> and doing all of that. But, yep, totally ready to get back to school. I'm looking forward to routine and uh, – and just the kids getting back into learning. And uh, summer's nice because they get a little bit of freedom. But that by the end of summer, they just have way too much. Mm-hmm. Way too much leisure time. That's way true. too much freedom. Uh, but my wife does a great job of keeping them busy and keeping them out doing things. So Yeah, sometimes I feel like I don't do a good enough job keeping them <laughs> busy. Now that routine, I think that that's what the kids want too. I mean, we always talk about we we look forward to it, but they definitely want it too. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some. Uh, there were some neat things about this summer vacation. So it was uh, for the first time, Kendall, who's going into sixth grade, uh, they always have summer reading to do and, and some work to do. But something neat that they did this year was they had online math quizzes. Yeah, to do we did those throughout the throughout the summer. Yep. Um, and and they were pretty neat. Actually, surprisingly challenging at times when I was helping her through. Um, but it was nice to to go through. It with her and show her just different things about studying, like slow down, actually absorb what you're taking in on math problems, like think through it. There, there's good questions to ask yourself as you're going through a math problem. Read the Don't question just, carefully. Yeah, read it. Ask yourself, what's the unknown? What information do I have? How do I? What's my plan for getting to the end? Like when you start going into sixth grade, you actually have those problems where you actually have to think through things, yeah, or you won't get to the Like end. It, at the younger level, like we're trying to do the. The new math, I'm struggling with it. So I, I know, I'm trying to help him, and I'm like, I don't know their process. Because I'm like, I want to do it the old way. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in, you know, what's, I, I just, like, I have to figure it out myself. Yeah. And I was talking to other parents, and they're like, it's good to sit down with the teacher and figure out their process first. And I, I think that's what I need to do. Because I was trying to help, and I got to a certain part, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to screw you up. Yeah, because if I teach you this way that I know, I feel like I'm going to mess you up. It's, so it's starting to get I'm to the stop. point where we go through the problems together and and come to a consensus on what the answer should be. <laughs> and then at the very end, when you hit submit, you're just saying, "Oh, please, please, <laughs> don't let don't the grade be bad." Did, when we did I do it correctly? Like, uh-huh. You know, we went through every problem. And I'm going to completely lose my credibility if, if right. like three or four out of the ten are wrong. But <laughs> luckily, we've we've made it through. Yeah. One cool thing. 
that's that's modern and relevant and and is awesome is for each of the quizzes that she had i don't know if if just her teacher or uh, her school had put it together it didn't look like it was completely standardized or anything um but they had khan academy videos links to khan academy videos for every one of the quizzes really? yeah that, oh, that, that would help me a lot we're taking so she could go through she didn't um but i asked her to <laughs> uh go through and watch the videos the day before we're gonna go through that that night i think it's so cool that at this point there's a resource out there i mean it's debatable whether khan academy is the best resource for education and whatnot but uh just the fact that something is there that you can point that a kid can go to if they're having a problem that didn't exist 10 15 yeah. years ago i mean you you had to have textbooks in the house if you wanted to get to particular topics or you had to actually go searching online and find the particular thing you're looking for it's so easy now and, and it really makes it easier as well yeah i guess i agree nothing says summer like math problems <laughs> so, um but it's good that these resources are available and that um it seems like uh the schools are doing a lot more than i remember over the summer with kids like even Kids, your, oh, hell yeah. your kids' I mean, age. I didn't do squat. Elementary, the are huge. middle school, yeah, packets they sent home with them, and yeah. the summer readings that they do, and and, and uh, even at the college level, I've noticed. Um, I was talking to my friend's son, who has uh, starting college in in a week or tomorrow or Sunday or Monday or something. Um, he's going off to Northeastern, and he has a book that he's been reading that he has to finish, and. Um, I've never heard of freshman college students having a summer reading, and I'm teaching a course at um, a local college for the first time this year, and my students have a summer reading, and I had the summer reading. I had to read the book as well. Um, so that's, it seems like there's a lot more of this, this push to continue to keep your brain fresh, to keep thinking about these concepts so that when you get back, it's not so, you know, those synapses Starting haven't over, died yeah. away, and so you keep sending electricity through them um which i you know i think i have mixed feelings i believe that summer is a time to rest but i also agree that they come back they don't remember anything that they did three months ago so i guess uh i guess it works so um let's move on and talk about the news for this week <clears throat> last week we talked a lot about comic-con news uh everything coming out of uh, san diego so we're we're not going to have any new comic-con news until new york and it's official. I will be attending New York Comic Con to present this year. Unfortunately, um, we did put in a proposal for this for this panel to show, but they didn't accept us. Boo. That's okay. Boo. We'll try again next year. But uh, I'll be presenting educational, so I'll be Ooh, never, there. Never, never getting on. They I'll just don't know a good yeah. thing when they see it. They'll I'll know. be there on the scene, New York Comic Con this year to uh, to take in as well as present uh, some educational stuff with another group of people and. Um, so I'll be able to report back to what what I discover there. But until until October, second week of October, I believe it is, um, we'll have to wait. But we do have some news. Um, first, let's talk a little Batman v Superman. Um, the first thing that we heard recently is that if you've been following this, you know that April fourth was a big day because both Batman versus Superman and the Captain America 3 film were scheduled to release on that day. Two big superhero blockbuster movies supposed to be releasing on the same Friday. That is like death because that means they they'd have to side has blinked yet? No, someone blinked. Okay. Warner Brothers blinked and they moved Batman v Superman to March 25th. I believe that's 2 weeks If or I was betting, I would have bet on Moving. I, I've got I a bad feeling bet, about yeah, that. I was actually betting on Captain America. The Batman Superman thing. I have bad feeling about I'm that. I'm with you. I, I, Hold that I'm, thought. Let's get to that. So, first, yes, Warner Brothers blinked. 
they backed uh, they pushed back their or pushed forward their release dates coming out earlier, which is good news because you get to see a superhero movie a little earlier. It's still not till uh, 2016. But um, the question I have, and this is where I think Fonz, your your comment is relevant. Uh, have they been revealing too much about this? I mean, it's still 18 months, more than 18 months away, and yet every week it seems like there's another something has leaked or released or they're announced another casting choice or is is what's going on here i mean do we get to know the whole movie when it comes out is that the pace we're at when we're this far out and we're getting pictures of the costumes and stuff what do you guys think about all that i think uh, marvel is just it's they're so far ahead they're just so far ahead <laughs> of the game you think they're intimidated well it 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 does show a little bit of uh, intimidation for sure, but they are so far ahead, so they have to release small pieces of it. If they didn't release it, they got to keep it on people's mind because everybody already knows, you know, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America. It, yeah. it, that's that's in in everybody's in everybody's thoughts because they've already seen them on screen. And people who didn't even like the characters now love. I know I wasn't a big Cap fan, and now it's like, wow, can't wait to see the next Cap movie. Right, and, right, yeah. You know, and, and I think they just have to continuously push that. And who would have thought that if, if you know, five years back, if you had said, oh, you know, a Captain, a Superman, Batman movie is going to back off to a Captain America movie, no one would have ever believed it. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of desperation. I don't know. I'm with you. Uh, to most for the most part, I'm like totally. I yeah. agree. I think they blinked. There was a face off, and I, I don't think it wasn't intentional. I think it was intentional on both sides <laughs> to take their big blockbuster guys and put them up against each other and see. It's just DC does not have the success rate that Marvel has, especially we're both. We're, I know we're gonna maybe talk about this later with Guardians being the lesser known of. Of, I mean, that was just like, yeah, we're just so good. We're just going to do this one and that one. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're going to, uh, I know we're, we're going to talk about We're going to release later. a special edition podcast um, a week from now, which will be just us talking about Guardian. So, mm-hmm. so that's all I'm mentioning. Yeah, let's, that. but let's... just that's the level I'm talking about. Just that their success rate is just up there and DC's playing catch up. It may also be the fact that it's so far out and I don't think they have anything else coming out that's until right. yeah that's right? another good so point. if they want to stay on the radar they have to they have to play the, it, the strategic leaking i don't think game. the costumes yeah. and all that stuff is i mean that's fine i mean the, the <clears throat> casting I mean, star wars is doing that too so it's it's that's fine i mean and i don't also, think that's given away too much it may just be the, the experience now i mean it's 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 probably a managed thing there's probably it's a strategy now yeah of, no doubt of, of actually no doubt. Oh, making yeah. the movie experience now it takes two years of yeah. getting into it <laughs> and yeah. just learning all, all the things it's, it's like you no longer get the dvd and the behind the scenes footage it's like now you get all the behind the scenes footage as it's being yeah done right and and it gets a lead yeah time. who even knows half, half these scenes might not even be in the movie yeah I, and it's a lot of it's rumors but um let me let me just add a wrinkle here because we talk about them backing off um, the word is that they do have another film scheduled for the same summer, like late in the summer, August-ish. DC has a second film date reserved. Okay. And I'm the word waiting. is it might be Justice League, which means oh, yeah, that in the same that. summer, in March, you'll have Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. And if this turns out to be Justice League, 
couple of months later, three months later, you have the next installation or in whatever you want to call it mm. of that series right away instead of waiting like with Marvel where you want to you have to wait as it slowly builds. I, I know, but easier. that's the problem with the DC is, is they don't have established successful movies like Green Lantern. Are they going to do bring him in? Not if that they one. Do a I'm Justice hearing League, they're going to you know Guy Gardner or John right, Stewart recast it just for that movie. Right. That's a bigger leap than what Marvel did because they had established you know even if the first Thor you wouldn't consider a blockbuster or whatever established good movie all the characters were established except even Black Widow was mm-hmm. in the Iron Man's right um, Hawkeye was in Thor it was a, that was a cameo appearance but still like they had a much better foundation mm-hmm. it's way more of a risk for DC it could be good as a one-off but it's just they're not following the same pattern and it's it's not a proven commodity to go through it that way. I don't know. It's so I could add to that too. I mean, to have two to have two movies come out on the same in the same year. What if the first one isn't that good, and then you want to consider maybe some rewrites for this for the second one? But you've already gone so far into production that it's pretty tough to change anything for the yeah. second one. And also, well, they might be. And hearing also, they may be shooting these two films right back to back. So wow. all the cast together, they shoot them one right after the other, yeah. just like Lord of the Rings and that's did. Fine. Yeah, and then, and, that's good. and then doing reshoots and edits in between. But this is like the window of release is so small. Yeah, right. But I think that's them. in their favor to do it closer yeah, together. It would make sense. The sets are there. The costumes but the, are there. The, the one thing there. I just thought of is that the director for this Superman Batman is Zack Snyder, right? Correct. He did Superman, correct? He did Man of Steel. Man yep. of Steel. Yep. Which was good. It's probably the best one they've done not ultra successful though not like an iron man one so you're already starting with a good movie good director going to make you know they're putting all their money into the same guy who didn't deliver all the goods the first time right so well he's kind of like their i don't know what you'd call him like their joss whedon i guess if you want to compare him to the marvel like joss whedon's kind of the guy that that brings everything together but they're giving it all to Zack Snyder to do, right. to bring it all together. So I, I, I'm not as confident in Zack Snyder's ability, that's unfortunately. The, that's where I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, do our, Just I'm, I'm not I, as confident. I'm either. confident. I'm now confident in James Gunn. I'm confident in right. you know, the, the guys that, that did Captain America, those two guys that were from community TV, whatever. Who, who did the first Captain America, second? I was don't. It, it was I, different guys? Shameful. Yeah, different different director Cause the, the first and the was, second one. second one was, I think, really good. a lot yeah. stronger. Um, yeah, so there's a lot. So let's, I want to step forward into a topic we talked about once before. I want to revisit a little bit, you know, as long as we don't end up just repeating ourselves, but that oversaturation, because now with DC announcing all these release dates, it, it is conceivable that we will get a new superhero movie every four to six weeks <laughs> because you've got, you've got the Fantastic Four reboot happening. You've got Sony Spider-Man, although that's kind of a big question mark right now because of the lack of success of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. You've got the Marvel films, the Marvel continuity. You've got the X-Men films, and they're building a shared universe within the X-Men films at 20th Century Fox. And now you've got DC, and they want to do two to three films a year. So you're talking about, what, up to a dozen, 10 to 12 films a year that are superhero movies, big blockbuster, 150 million plus budget films. Um, Not including, as we pointed out once before, the Star Wars franchise is coming back with a film every year. 
they're looking at a new Harry Potter series. Really? Um, yeah, based Let's on that Monsters that. book that she oh, wrote. Oh, sure. Yep. Um, and uh, they're talking now about bringing back the Pirates of the Caribbean and having more installations of the installments of that. Uh, and and any film that makes a decent well. amount of money now is going to have its own franchise. So you got to kind of slot these in in between because you don't want to release any two big blockbuster films in the same week. It's death for both. Neither of them are going to make enough money. Um, so where does what does that take us? Steven Spielberg and um, George Lucas, way back when, not that what about a year ago, a year and a half ago, they made the statement about how I mean, the future movies are going to be. You'll pay forty dollars for your ticket. You'll get a reserved seat. You'll get super stereo surround. You'll be able to you know you'll get popcorn and drinks and everything. You'll be able to get served food. But that'll be the cinema going experience in the future. All the smaller films like the little comedies and the independent films and. That'll be like straight to home. You can get it right through iTunes or whatever and watch it at home. But you'll go to the movies like a concert. It's a it's a big yeah. deal. It's like a lot of money and it's a big night out. Do you what do you guys think? Do you think that's where we're going? The future. The future. There'll be jetpacks. Honestly, I think I think he's completely right. I mean, speaking on our theme as parents, I don't have time for all this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't get out. To I the don't movie. have time. I don't have, have a busy schedule. I, I know. When am I going to get out to? I get out to the <laughs> oh, movies <good>. like <laughs> rarely. This is the future. This is we'll but, be elderly. Henry will be taking you to the THX, movie. I don't, need that. I don't I have time for this. <laughs> I have nobody get time for this. Um, but Why no, do I always it, think old people eat pudding. Like I, <laughs> I made a pudding joke about old people on the last podcast. Pudding and Salisbury steak. They, <laughs> They know it's good. They've they've tried everything. They know pudding and Salisbury the best out there. I mean, you're already paying. If you go see a 3D film, it's what, like $17 or something to see a 3D movie? Then you buy. You're just negative. I have no time. No. No. I didn't finish my thought, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) Sorry. I I love the theater going experience. That's why I think he's right. You're going to pay the bigger buck. You're going to. You know, go to see the biggest movie out there, the blockbuster. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing now, anyway. And everything else goes straight to video. I still haven't seen X Men. Still haven't seen um, the other one you mentioned, Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two, and there was another one. I'm gonna watch them on, you know, at home. I have the surround sound and everything at home, so I'll watch it there. But it's reserved for a couple of movies, mm-hmm. you know, a summer or three, four movies a summer, maybe, and then. I just, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... there's a there's a couple things I, about the the oversaturation thing. I, I don't. Sometimes I think it's kind of you know the, the shotgun approach. Just like let's let's just make as many movies as we can about. Super, let's kind of take in this whole superhero thing and see what sticks. And um, I mean, Marvel's already done it. They've they've done these big jumps and and it's great. But it's, that's a lot of different. There's a lot of different series when you start moving to TV and then you move to Netflix and then you yeah. move, you're on you're on the big screen and well, it, I just feel like they're just okay. Let's see, one of these has got to connect. I I personally think they're oversaturating. And to go back to Superman and Batman, I, I think they've they're kind of oversaturating Batman. I, yeah, we it's on I, TV now. Too. Yeah, it's a, well they have so many different storylines. It's you know, I know. Couple kid, a kid came over the other day, a friend of my son, and I said, "Oh, you know, she was mentioning Bane." I said, "Oh yeah, it broke Batman's back," and no, no, he didn't. What are you talking about? Oh, you she's, read a different series. Yeah, she's oh. used to something else. And but every kid knows. I mean, how many Batmob- Batmobiles are oh, there, yeah. and how many? Yeah. And that 
maybe that's why they're they're putting out the but new. Don't aren't the movies now just imitating the comics? Because in the comics, there was always fourteen different Batman's and fourteen different Spider Man. Yeah. Amazing, spectacular, True. sensational um, web of you know it went down the line. Different storyline for each one. But do movies hold a different? Uh, 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 comics are cheaper to make. You would think the movies would would have a, have a different standard like, but maybe we're in that we're in a, a different time now where yeah movies movies can change up a different view of the, i mean they've done it already with spider they're doing it with spider-man now it's like yeah you know this is how he started no this is how he started yeah, 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 exactly. this is how he started it's like, well that's what I mean. after a while does it does it does it um make the character a little watered down i, like, I don't uh, think the fans that we are I don't think like it's not. I don't think it's going to bother me as much as it would the casual one that saw the first Spider-Man, liked it, saw the second one, loved it, you know. And I think so for the them, it's going to fade. It. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> wow, you're so Stepping negative. over the border. Like... Yeah, never. <laughs> he wants to start a fight. I do. We need some action. You want to start? Here. No, uh, uh, come on. This, this, is, this is. Oh, I just webbed him because this is radio. No one knows it. <laughs> what do you think, Jay? What's your take? Uh, I think it's just getting you. We have to pick and choose now which ones we're going to go see, which ones we aren't. I think we would all win if movies went straight to DVD because it's not, or or straight to uh, on demand because it's not like before where. Now, if you're going to go see a movie, you're going to go see it because you want to, you want the experience, and you're not going to get that experience at home, right? Like that's why you're going to see it. Before mm-hmm. it was, you went to go see the movie because you didn't want to wait six months to see it. But now there's so much you could see that it's not even a big deal if you have to. You're going to have to wait for some movies anyway. But before it was like, if you want to see a comic book movie, you have to go now, or you have to wait six months to see a comic book movie. But now it's like you have a choice of which comic book movie you could go see. So that's no longer the reason to go to the movies is because it's now or never. You know. So now, oh, yeah, I see they, what you're saying. Now what they need to do now what they do is they need to sell you on the experience yeah. and draw you in that way. That's because true. I didn't think otherwise, of that. you could just stay home and rent a, mo- a comic book movie because one's going to be available for rent right now. Right? That's, if, that's if, true. If it's just seeing a comic book movie, you can just rent one. You don't yeah, have to go Because before in. it was out of the theaters, yeah. you had to wait a long time. So right. they have to sell you on the experience, and that's mm. cool because the experience will get better. But at the same time, they're not winning by waiting six months to put out the DVDs. It's yeah. not It's not a, a big deal anymore because they're no longer selling you on, on that particular point that it's like see it now or wait six months right i don't know that that, that is, lo- is no longer such a competitive advantage so that might mean that more things go straight to dvd which means or on demand which means we can see things sooner. see i don't think the studios care i think it, as long as <laughs> no i mean in in the way that as long as they get the one big one then they can have like yeah. the four other ones as long as they mm-hmm. do moderately successful then they're still gonna keep making more yeah so i mean, well, I mean from a from a parent standpoint when you can't get out to see the films. That's what I mean. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we'll win is because yeah. we can't go to seven movies a summer. Right. Some people can. So if, if things become available more for on demand, then we can still see the things that we want to see. We just won't get – we'll get the great experience for special movies. Like Star Wars will be a special movie. The oh, whole yeah. family will sure. go. Right. right. Guardians this summer, that was a special, was special. movie. So yep. we all went. Um, but the other movies, we won't get to see them until and, they come out. So that's right. just – do we bring up whether it was word of mouth or reviews? Because Guardians was word of mouth. Like I, was I think, like, I think the promotions they pushed the film, yeah, right they, down everybody's throat. Like, but yeah. I wasn't convinced until I heard 
you know, some early rumors yeah. that it was good, really good. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is going to be the special one. This is the one we're going to take the whole, you know, well, it's just me and my son. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little frightening to think that that simple movie going experience is going away, but I, I have to agree with J.E. Like, I don't just see these films. I mean, I, I do see all of them. Um, either on video or I go to the theater to see them. But I, I like films. Like I like independent films. I like horror. I like oh, yeah. comedies. Um, and I agree. I, if, if these new movies, when these new films come out, I see a trailer on, on iTunes and I go, oh, that's cool. And I see that it's releasing on iTunes the same day it's going into the theaters. And I know that there's no room in my local theater for these films because it's full of blockbusters. It's like, you know, 16 theaters and, Half of the theaters are the biggest release of that that week. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy takes up half the theaters, and it's just trying to squish in the other films to the other theaters. So I know that that little independent comedy looks really great. I'll be able to see it anyway on the day it releases because I can watch it at home. So I like that. I do like that because um, you don't need surround sound, super big screens to no. see a simple independent film. You know, because that's not what the cinematic experience is anymore. The cinematic experience in these big multiplex theaters is like booming sound and 3D and a giant screen and stadium seating and a popcorn bigger than your body and that's that's what cin- that's what film you know film going has become it's it's not like it used to be so um, I, th- I think it's the, the logical I don't know that. I think it's reserved for certain movies yeah, it's I, it's going to be that's for sure with with all the saturation I, I don't think if we had I hate to keep going to Guardians but I don't think if we had seen that on TV that it would uh, I'm sure it would have been good but i enjoyed the theater experience oh on that i one. totally you know what i mean oh like, yeah the music the it was a, it was everything. awesome you know it was just so that was one of those special we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that yeah all right because <laughs> there's so much to talk about right. with that film You're right um all right so uh a couple of other little things um netflix has got three series coming marvel series coming we've talked about this before the first one will be daredevil they received they got the rights back because the ben affleck film was so terrible that they abandoned the rights back to Marvel. So now you can have it. Uh, there's two. There's three other series. Four other series actually. They've got following that is Power Man, Luke Cage, super strong, urban crime fighter. Uh, these are all like street level kind of crime fighters. Uh, the other ones are pa- uh, Iron Man, um, Iron Fist, and uh, Jessica. Oh my god, Jessica Jones. Is that who it is? Um, Spider? No, 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 not Spider Girl. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm not. And then uh, there's going to be a, a fifth series that's going to bring all four of these characters together called The Defenders. Is it Jessica? Like a not Jessica like Drew. A Panther or something? Jessica <coughs> Jones. White Panther. Yeah, it's Jessica Jones. She's a uh, another super strong superhero crime fighter thing. Yeah, she's coming out. Um, that's the that's one of the the four core series, and then this. Avengers style teaming of all the heroes together. Um, the first series is going to release uh, 2015. It's, it's Daredevil, and they've cast uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, probably most people know him from Full Metal Jacket. He's um, he was Private Pile. Wasn't Full Metal he? Jacket. Uh, wasn't he in uh, Men in Black? Yes. Sugar. He was Men in Black. He was Sugar. yeah. He was, he was the, the weird <laughs> alien has taken had taken his skin and whatever. Wasn't he in Hey Dude? Nickelodeon, I, probably. I don't yes, know, maybe he was. He was on Law and Order, criminal intent for a while. Actually, he had no idea. He was one of the. He was one of the main characters of Law and Order, Criminal Intent when that yes. series yeah. yep. released. Uh, I think that's a great choice. I really, I, I, 
That's it's a great a choice for yeah. Kingpin. Sure. So the question is, will these? It doesn't look like these series are going to be child friendly. It looks like they're going to be gritty and maybe R rated ish. That's fine. You know, um, yeah. Bring in the Punisher too. Come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah he's bring not on the list. In. You'd think so, but maybe down the road. That's if, a Marvel if these fail. These are successful. Yeah. Um, that is a big Marvel fail. So we'll you know stay tuned when that series comes out. I'll definitely watch it. I'm sure some of these other guys will too. Um, we'll we'll check it out. Make sure it's okay for your kids before you binge with them. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is specifically for our kids is, is Disney's got this new thing where they keep releasing live action versions of the classic fairy tale stuff. So yeah. they've got a Jungle Book movie Didn't that they they're developing. Do that? They did uh, in Cinder. They did was it Cinderella? No, it was uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. And now the oh. Huntsman's going to get his own movie with he Kristen is? Stewart. Yeah, I'm hearing they're going to spin him off into his own film. Uh, they did. They did uh, Wizard of Oz, that that new Wizard of Oz movie. Oh, sure. So yeah. you're starting to see more. I don't know if they're all Disney, but you're starting to see more of these live action, what were either remakes or cartoons, and they're turning them into live action films. This is when they did a Jungle Book already, with they, like they may have. They're just redoing it. This is a new one where they have CG CG animals, and they have a live action boy playing Mowgli, oh. and um, they've cast a bunch of actors. To, you know, famous actors to play each of these. You know, like Scarlett Johansson's playing Ka the Snake and stuff. It'd be so much more interesting if they just put them in like suit, like suits, like a tiger suit <laughs> and a snake suit. <laughs> what? Scarlett Johansson go old school? Yeah, just go right to that. So Don't I mean, even. Girl, I'm a tiger. Yeah. Are you, are you interested in these? Are you guys going to take your kids to see these? Are your Probably kids not. talking about them? <clears throat> I, honestly, this is the first time hearing about there's it. A, but... there's, there's already been a couple. You know, we had, we have, well, for example, the Maleficent. Yeah. yeah. That was that pretty was popular, another. actually. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see, see it. it. Um, that was an interesting one. It was one that the wife brought uh, my daughter to. It was a girls' night out right. type movie. Yeah, it was and interesting. It, that doesn't she, happen very often. What did she think? Ken? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, they both yeah. loved it. That was a they success. I, I, I didn't another, see it, so I can't comment on it. I guess yeah. we can think about it and come back But that's to a that. good start to the trend. If, if they are going to have success with those, then yeah, base it off that. And Fonz, you brought up something you wanted to talk about, Star Wars 8. You mentioned before the podcast. Oh that. yeah, um, I, I forget the name of the the Rena Johnson. Is that what you the said? director? Yeah. Uh, no, the new. Oh, who's, sorry, I did, who's I did. directing Star Wars? They, they they basically said there's going to be uh, less CGI and more yeah. actual effects, yeah, which is is great to be able to jump back to the. I mean, the original Star Wars. That's yeah. what they they reinvented a lot of the effects and some well, of the it some got of the crazy effect. with one, two, and three. It was like too yeah. much CG. Oh, screen, sure, yeah. You know, get back to actual sets and right. You know, right. Nothing um, like Jar Jar. Well, it's... like in the in the original movies, the if you look back, the guns actually like move when they shoot. They yeah. like, kind of cock backwards, mm-hmm. so they were firing like blanks. But then they put lasers in afterwards, so it was like it's more mechanical. Even though it was lasers and all that crap, but I guess I'm getting jazzed because I'm watching the Rebels. Oh, that's things. something else I wanted to yeah. talk about so, too. So be- keep on your thing. I didn't mean to take you. No, I just think it's a great idea to be able to, to for them to really think that much about it, to go back to what really worked and what um, what brought you into that world because everything was so everything was so solid and and just having the empire have ships that were nice yeah. and clean and shiny and then everything else was dinged up for the rebels and yeah. that is it's going to be a, a nice connection to the old movies that was that was pretty sweet i was excited to hear that and i think the advantage they have is they're students of the films they're That's not right. lucas saying i'm going to take it to the next level i'm going to yeah. everything's going to be computerized everything's going to be digital everything's you know i'm looking sky high 
they're looking at the original films and saying, how do we do that? Right. Because there's a lot on our shoulders. Yeah. And we want to do it right. So I'm like, so far, so good. That's what I like when I'm hearing. So I like that part. So I'm excited. And Lucas <laughs> probably pushed them in that direction, actually going to the next level. It's like, well, you know, he's trying to, well, he's trying to reinvent the wheel. That it's not just the, <clears throat> Sorry, it's not just the movies either. Um, they're doing some really interesting things with the video games that shows you that they really care really? about attention to detail and uh, being inspired from the old movies. Like, the I think it's the next Battlefront movie. Um, sorry, the next yeah. Battlefront video game. They uh, gave them access to uh, George Lucas's private like uh, collection, of... collection of, of uh, models and artifacts and everything. So they're actually using the, the actual artifacts and props from the movie to scan in oh, as so cool. the the assets for the actual game so oh, when you're playing oh. in the game you're actually you the the objects in the game are modeled by scanning the actual physical physical model. objects that were in yes. the movie so it'll be perfect yeah so it's not like so someone cool. just got on their <coughs> mac and designed a ship yeah it's like that, right. no there was someone who put the model pieces together mm-hmm. they scanned it and then digitalized it so yeah. So it's not going to be just a money make, money making. Just make a game to to make money. They actually care. It's going to be work of art instead of just a game. To play it's, that game. It's really exciting. Uh, I used to love Lucas uh, Lucas games games. Yeah. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> like uh, Monkey Island. Oh, I love. Oh the yeah, Monkey, the Monkey Island series that. was was beautiful and and um. The there was no X, internet X, to look up how to get X Wing and Tie Fighter and X Wing <laughs> yeah, versus Tie Fighter. That was my favorite game of all oh, time. I played all those. those games. Were, oh, those games are so much fun to play. I would what was, love. What was the love, Doom style one they had? Oh, um, dark there were a series of Dark Forces. Yeah, yeah, there were a series of them. Um, yeah, the, the Knights of the Old Republic. Such too. such great great memories of those old games. I would love to. I would play all those games if they like remastered them for the modern consoles. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, fits right into the movie we're talking about later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really, totally gonna get to oh, that. yeah everybody so dreamt let's about move that. Right? On, so we can get to there. Um, yeah, we should. <laughs> so, um, it's just upcoming release dates in theaters in the next few weeks. You've got Dolphin Tale Two. Apparently, the original was so popular they made a sequel. To they it. just I need the to... dolphin like misses. I don't think the dolphin has tail. a broken tail this time. Though. Yeah. No, it's all about it's all about just Morgan Freeman. It's got two... they just want Morgan Freeman to say things like I am Morgan Freeman, and, and I'm in another and movie, peace, <laughs> and yeah. you just they love to say that. Um, the Maze Runner comes out September nineteenth. Another uh, movie based on. Um, I'm going to read that book. I uh, I really would like to. After seeing the trailer, I think yeah, I have to read this book. The Box Trolls <clears throat> comes out September 26th. I'm really oh, excited because cool. this is all stop motion. And mm-hmm. if you've seen any of the making of, if you haven't, Google it and go on YouTube. It, well, the sets are amazing. They're all yeah. handmade. The little well, trolls, everything. It's if beautiful. you've gone to the movies recently, they do do really good previews on some of the, the movies you go to see. And, and, mm. and they show you the sets and they show some of that stuff. And yeah. it really gets you piques your interest and October 17th the book of life releases these are all family friendly films that looks great I, the, I was just looking at that and I'd forgotten I, I read the I read this in the show notes the, the book that you were going to say that about the book of life and I uh, I had to look it up yeah. and I had watched the trailer a little while a uh, couple months ago yeah. and yeah, it's just really cool, cool looking yeah it's the, like, the it's whole a day, 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 day la muerte. right it's the whole day of the dead artwork yeah. is yeah. it comes to life very style oh that's very that. nice okay I know yeah animated film looks really fun uh on dvd and i'm excited about this yeah. it's the only reason i'm i'm really okay with going back to schools because i can get to finally get to this day 
the Winter <laughs> Soldier releases on Blu-ray and DVD on September 7th, I will be definitely grabbing a copy of that. Yeah, me too. Godzilla, September 14th, I will des- definitely not be grabbing a copy of that. Uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman and X-Men Days of Future Past on October 12th. I will be getting X-Men Days of Future Past. I haven't seen it. Oh, so worth it. Definitely worth it. Video games. We're going to take just a few minutes because I need uh, Huff and Fonz to help out on this one. They finally announced the release date for the two <laughs> new um, – what, what kind of – what would you call the category of this, these, these style games? Is there a, is uh, a, is that's there a, a good name question. for it? Um, addictive, uh, <laughs> yeah. buying Money, a lot yeah. of figurines kind of Sky, games. Yeah, Skylanders uh, type games where you have that little pedestal and you put you have to buy the characters. You put them on there. You can play them when they're on there. Action figure. Physical video games. Yeah. I don't, I don't um, know. Collectible video games. Yes. So Disney's Infinity yeah, yeah. 2.0 releases on September 23rd. That's the one with all the Marvel superheroes in it. And I I think it's Guardians too, right? Yep. Yeah. A, uh, I, did, I was just I looking at that. I think it comes with the Guardians characters. Does it? I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it, it just up. came with I'll look uh, it up while you guys are talking about okay. it. Okay. Uh, and Skylanders Trap Team, October 5th. Ooh, so that's an appropriate right, name. Right within two weeks of one another. <laughs> and definitely in time for Christmas. So... Your boys play these games. What do you, which one do you think is going to win? Are they going to end up by? What, tell us about these games. I don't know a whole lot about them. My boys are, are so pumped for Trap Team. All they talk about, my youngest talks about Food Fight and Gulper and being able to capture certain Skylanders or bad guys and use them on your side. And I, I believe there's not. it's another step up. There's um, not just figurines, but there are trap keys or or pieces that you put down when you want to capture uh, are the they baddie. making you buy another portal on this one they are making you buy another God portal damn it as far as I could <laughs> see the portal will be backwards compatible we'll play the 1.0 yeah pieces, but the other one did too but, but it's, yeah it's so aggravating it. yeah Person. but it's um, it, my biggest problem my biggest problem with the game and now my, my oldest son's biggest problem with the game is it's, it's very easy yeah and I hope they make it a little more difficult um, advancing in the game, sometimes unlocking different parts of the game dependent was dependent upon what characters you had, yes. whether it was a water-based or a, or a earth-based character. Which made you go up and buy that right. type. So Which was never a problem for one. us because they just like to collect the figures anyway, so they had them, but still, yeah. it was... It, it, the actual fighting was too easy. We only had a, a good time in the um, in the battlegrounds. That was, that was a good yeah. time. But... Um, uh, that's they're they're really pumped for trap team and i think I, uh i it, it's going to be a big hit in Chris, on christmas and every time we visit uh a store that has both skylanders and infinity the skylanders are running off they're just falling off the sh- people are grabbing them skylanders so and the infinity popular, popular. i don't think so i not in my house i i um we have both and uh, we, I, I like the idea of what Infinity does because it's kind of a mixture of Skylanders and um, Minecraft. So you can... Oh, really? Well, yeah, you could play like, like Skylanders is played, but you could also also build the worlds. So you can, uh-huh. you can build ramps for the cars. You can build uh, turrets. Okay. You could build... Uh, you could th- make things happen like uh, graffiti... Uh, graffiti uh, confetti cannons go off music goes off and when you step on certain things oh the little fun things that yeah, yeah. And if you really got into it you could build you could build a, a world and then and then battle each other in the world or have a, little adventures you can bring bad guys in and fight them so that makes me want to switch over to infinity i'm not we're not an infinity family yet 
So I love that. We're not like we're not <clears throat> full on Infinity yeah. Family. <laughs> not full on. I haven't bought it yet. I haven't been made. It'll to take buy a while. It. I just get, get this. I get this vision. You'll of never GameStop make it. having two sections for <laughs> yeah. the Infinity Family and the Sky. It's like the, yeah. the Sharks and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have a rumble. Is it the yeah. Sharks and the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. I. I'm sure I'll get sucked into the Skylanders one, yeah. but well, I looked it up. It, it is, is too the easy. You're right. Two pack comes with the starter pack. Did I just see seventy five dollars? Seventy five dollars for the starter pack comes with three heroes. Um, <laughs> it comes with the new the new thingy, the new platform thingy. Uh, let's see. It's really only going to cost you like seventy one though, because you can sell the one for about four dollars. Right. Mm. Sell yeah. back. Yeah, Iron Man, Thor, and better. Black Widow come with it. And then you can get all the different. They have, oh, they is that have all, the, you're talking Infinity. That's now. Infinity. Okay. Skylanders Trap Team. There's two starter packs. Well, first one is 75. You get two tr- figures and two traps. Um, traps. Uh, yeah, whatever. The, Those are the trap keys that I think they're called trap keys. Oh, this that, is part of the new one. Yes, okay. captures or the bad guys. Or the Dark Edition starter pack for a hundred dollars, mm. which comes with three figures and three traps. Oh, what a bargain. That's making uh An extra $25 for a trap and a figure. Well, they're 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 the characters are, are dark, dark colored and they they basically less people are going to buy them. They're making those collectible. Ooh. I see. So that's $100 for that one if you want that. So yeah, that's it's a lot of money, man. I wish I but it's that. not like it's not worth it because he he doesn't play any of them right now. Like the, well, he doesn't have infinity, but he doesn't play either of the two first series of Skylanders that we have because it's too easy it's gotten through all of them and i got to a certain point where i'm not you know it's not your birthday it's not christmas it's not any occasion that you're gonna buy another 15 dollar figure so you know right. that's got to be reserved for special occasions or you want to spend your own allowance that's fine too but he just lost interest but he'll be interested again in the new one you might like infinity sucked in you might like Infinity with the building part of he it. He loves Minecraft. That's why you piqued yeah. my interest with the Minecraft thing. The I'm only like, maybe thing... I could switch over the... to Infinity. If I got to buy one, right? I want to buy one that's going to last longer. Well, and you've got uh, I know I know your son, and it's yeah, got a, they, they've got a lot of uh, they got a lot of superheroes in that, and uh, I think you know he might react a little bit better to that. The thing is, the building comparing that to Minecraft. Minecraft is a little bit a little bit easier to build. It's very blocky. Yeah. I found it very difficult in Infinity to be able to because I was really like going through the tutorial and and Luke and I were figuring out how to how to place things. Um it's it's very clunky. Okay, so it's and, not intuitive. It's not like Minecraft where we can just right. well, pound away at stuff. Oh, look, I built something. Exactly. And I think that's why Minecraft is is yeah. as popular as it is because you just tap. A lot. Yeah. That's all you do, but with this it's there's a lot of positioning. You can raise and lower the items that you're going to place. You can spin okay. them. But so, I, I want that. Like, oh. I want that for him. I, yeah. I don't want him, you know, button mashing or, or screen mashing, whatever they call it now. Just, we could always lend it to you, anything. and you could you could hook it up. Do you have, you have a Wii? We could yeah, always we, we could always lend it to you and you give it a shot. Okay. All right, oh. we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, let's stop there. Well, you guys start like lending stuff to each other on the podcast. <laughs> Well, you brought um, it up, man. I did, I did. I opened the door, and I, I apologize. No, there's a lot of good information there because it's. I think parents are going to have a hard time making the decision. The kids are going to want both. Right. No one's going to want to buy both unless you're super rich. I mean, um, but around Christmas time, they'll come out with special deals to try and yeah, yeah, people sure. in package like, deals. Oh, this one's 
go to BJ. Should I lend out my infinity to anyone who'd like just on our yeah. on our yeah person, on our website first just request to actually comment gets funds is, gets to it's borrow. A, it's just just to borrow to borrow just to borrow. Um, so let's just jump into the family time segment here, um, really quick and talk Excellent. briefly about um, what you have more to say. Family time, excellent. Oh, family time. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Copyright infringement. Yeah. I, I, need a, I need to come up with an intro for that. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't done that. I guess we probably should get on that horse. Hoff. Um, so um, I want to bring up one thing. I, only Jay and I are going to be able to talk about it. Is uh, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <sighs> I went to, you guys had your chance with Infinity. Now we get our chance with Turtles. I know. That's I, what I, went, I mean. I went to see it. Uh, just for the sake of of the podcast, so I, I I felt like you know now that we're doing this, I shouldn't just hate on things that I haven't seen. So I have to see things. So, so I went to so I could hate on them properly, and in, in an informed <laughs> see manner. This, I already know where it's going. You know, it's surprising though. I, I I didn't hate it as much as I thought. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want to throw it to Jay first though mm-hmm. because he went with his son. Yep. Yep. So I would like to get his take and on what he and his son thought of the film. Sure. First. So. Um, first, we got to see it for very cheap, like very, very cheap. It was almost just an extra, and I'll talk about why and during family time. Snuck in, but uh, yeah, we saw it. Uh, the, the whole family saw it, and everyone thought it was okay. And that was that was it. everyone thought it was okay. See, I'm not going I to the thought, theater. No, no, that. and I wouldn't. I would just watch it when it comes when that's, it comes yeah. on, on. That's what I've been TV. hearing from a lot of people. Yeah, or better if it's free on HBO or something. Um, I thought it was funny. There were there were some really funny jokes. I thought um, I enjoyed that. I didn't like the the characters. I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't really attach to the turtles. I thought there were some neat aspects that were different from the originals, though. One, they really made them teenagers. Yeah, which was I, interesting. I agree. Like they they were really teenagers. And I think back, I haven't watched the old Ninja Turtles as a full blown adult. I don't think I've seen them since I was a teenager uh, myself. But they felt like adults the, in the in the old movie, right? Uh, but here they were definitely teenagers. They were making teenage comments they had teenage personalities it was interesting so yeah so i thought it was okay i really didn't care for uh what's her name oh, <laughs> megan fox megan, megan fox, fox. Neil, yeah. yeah it was just Oscar like a, she was just an empty shell yeah of a, of a person <laughs> much, but the, problem, the thing was it was her movie it was it was yeah, more about was her the than character. the turtles really? like it followed her story and yeah. her connection to them like they i don't want to give any spoilers because you know, yeah. the, the fighting scenes weren't bad though. Uh, the turtles got a, took a little getting used to. I still look didn't, of them? I still didn't really like yeah. the look. Yeah, I, but yeah. we also may just be used to them old costumes. Which were I great. had mixed feelings about their looks because um, I did yeah. like how different they were. The character, the four turtles, like I remember them looking pretty much the same except a different color bandana or, or mask yeah. And, yeah. and a different weapon. But they were like basically the same four costumes. But yeah. these guys like. They're lo- like 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 Raphael's huge. He's much larger huge. than the others. Uh, Michelangelo's smaller, and he's kind of quicker, and he's wearing like a like a like a shell necklace. Okay, he's got his he's got like his like kind of a surfer his, his hoodie look. tied around his waist. Okay, and you know uh, Donatello wears glasses because he's nerdy. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's really got, nerdy. He's super nerdy movie. in this movie. He wears glasses and he's got like this big pack on his. He's got like these goggles. Still my favorite. Down. Yeah, it's <laughs> always been mine too. His bow staff like extends. It's like electric. Yeah. He's like invent stuff and so like the characters really look a lot different, which I thought was kind of cool. And I, I kind of got over how freakish they were because they were kind of <laughs> creepy looking. Splinter looks horrible. Yeah. I thought yep. it was really frightening. Oh, and sh- maybe a spoiler, but no, Shredder. Shredder was a 
freaking transformer. Yeah, well, that's in the trailer. Like, that's not spoiled. even, but but even the sound effects, like it was. He's like in a big, exactly. like in a big oh, Iron Man. So yeah. He looked like so Michael even Bay. Like the, say, you know the wah, wah, I got the sound wah, wah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just borrowed you, from the. You know that sound yeah. whenever they like punch or something that just goes wah 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 wah. Yeah. It was, like, oh, that yeah. was every time Shredder punched. Yeah, it was like the sound effect from a transformer. At one point, he he like turned into a Corvette, right? Um. No, yeah, and he looked a lot like Silver Sable, uh, Silver Samurai from that the Wolverine movie. Oh, yeah. Like he basically was very similar to that. Only had like a thousand blades. Like you would, you saw that from the trailers, like Shing, which is mm-hmm. Wolverine like as well. Uh, but I didn't hate it. That I didn't hate it as I much. It. I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It was just like you said. It was just eh. it's kind of like the old yeah. Turtles I, movies. I, I didn't hate those either. I did I, like how I what they were the able turtles. to do with them now that they're CG. I mean, they it was freakish looking, but like they could do things like they were bulletproof. Like they could use their shells as weapons, you know. Like at yeah, one point, very creative one of the with, turtles does that. He uses his shell as a weapon to stop something. I don't want to get into it, but it's really kind of cool that they were able to kind of do that stuff, you know. Which the original yeah. with the limitations of the effects, because you you know yeah. you can't throw a guy down a mountain and have him smash into something with his oh, back. It was definitely yeah. better than Ninja Turtles three. <laughs> oh, when yeah. they go back oh, yeah. in time to fuel oh, Japan, yeah. that was better than that. That was a throwaway. <laughs> Give them that at least. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was okay. I don't. I don't think it. It's yeah. you know, it made a lot of money. Made a lot of money yeah. because kids. It's. 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 Oh. Those characters have been around for what thirty years yeah. since the original comic books. Yeah. And it's just they, there's a cartoon series. There's movie series. There's, this is. Yeah, the I like fifth, the cartoon series. The fifth Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. You oh, have yeah. the original three. Then they had the animated one. Now this Which one. Which I like that one too. And there's like three one. different series. There were two and now there's a new one. So it's part of it's part of our co- cultural consciousness. So My son really liked it. it. So. My son really liked it. And well, everyone in my family enjoyed it. So it would be a good family film. Like I said, if it's on HBO, it would be Watch a good it. family movie. Yeah. So, but don't buy the DVD or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless mean, your kids really like it. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're a huge really fan, like you probably enjoy it. But, but it was no Guardians. No. no let's see. And that, may, and that may be when we do the Guardians podcast. I have an interesting story about Ninja, my Ninja Turtles experience in connection with Guardians. So okay. don't let okay. me forget to say that. Um, all right, guys, what do you what did you do this week? Anything with the kids? Um, yeah, we. My oldest son went to uh, Zoo Camp, which I thought was he had a really great time at the Roger Williams Park Zoo at Zoo Camp, and the the theme of the Zoo Camp was poop. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's the theme at our house usually. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, but it was great. They they were able to um, meet a bunch of animals every day and uh, and talk about you know scat? yeah scat <laughs> and what you know why why it was certain ways how they used it to dis, you know disguise their scent how it, all these different and um, just really creative really fun camp and uh, he's had camp experiences in the past that uh, that he didn't like. And he really enjoyed this one. Um, that, that was not someone saying shh. That was soda. Soda. <laughs> shh. Delish. Don't say anything. Okay. No, this silence. <laughs> the, this silence brought to you by soda. Soda. Uh, we also went letterboxing, which is uh, oh, cool. if you're not yeah. if you're not familiar I, with you letterboxing. Um... Sure. Uh, letterboxing is uh, kind of a, a kind of a treasure hunt game where uh, people will hide a small uh, a small box, and inside the box is a stamp and a book, and they put the directions online to try to find the the box. And what you do is you go with your stamp, 
and your book and an ink pad. And when you find the box through the series of directions, you stamp your stamp, you take your stamp and stamp their book and take the stamp that they made and stamp your book. And uh, we've been doing, my family's been doing it for uh, eight years now since my, uh, my oldest son was born. And, um, it, it's it's just great. It gets so, better and better, and we found a lot of uh, little hidden parks, yeah, little hidden yeah, uh, people write histories into it. Yep. People uh, have story. There are mystery boxes where you have to know uh, the area where you're going. Uh, you have to so decipher like, clues. It, you said directions. Is it is it sometimes clues and sometimes directions or um, most of the time it's uh, most of the time it's directions for us because it's you know we, we go out with the boys we have limited time they have limited attention span so we'll yeah. we'll do directions sometimes there'll be there'll be compass points we have to cat we have to get so we'll bring That's a cool. compass along um, some of them are just drive-by so you can just drive up to two clues grab a stamp and, and move on with your day so it's a good way to fill a little space but we've uh, we did it down on Cape Cod so we found things like this is a couple of years back the drive-in fly-in they had a a drive-in on the Cape that you could actually it was next to an airport oh, you yeah, could yeah. actually roll your plane in and watch the Seriously? movie yeah if you had a, a, a small plane you could roll your plane in and watch the movie Never from your plane that. that's awesome but it's deserted now and they have a Oh, they have a box there. Oh, man. Um, some of them are on like old old train tracks where you can you you have to move the train tracks to actually with the with the thing that moves the tracks. I don't know what that's called, but one was hidden under there. Like dead train tracks. Yeah, like, they're not. Being no, used. they're not live anymore. Yeah. Oh, thank God. So that's what we <laughs> did. That it. thing. The train was flying up. And we did it at, at West Dennis Beach, which uh, has two great letter boxes. If you're down there. Um, so that's what we did on our, on, uh, kind of our little vacation. Um, also looking forward to, uh, one of our podcast listeners gave me a call and, uh, he's been playing a lot of D and D with his oh, family yeah. Yeah, did mention and, uh, he let me know that he heard Hoff say something on, I think it, uh, two podcasts ago that you wanted to play and he put out an invitation for us to, to play with him and his family, which is, which is great, and we can't wait to do it. Um, and we'll talk so about long. it away from the podcast, but that was pretty exciting this week. So that's what we did. Awesome. Um, yeah. Not quite as much. I mean, it, just because it's more basic. But um, we did get to see what my son did um, at camp. My son and daughter both went to camp this time around. My daughter's daycare was closed for vacation. So they both went to camp, and basically we got to see – the nice little zip lines and stuff they have. They have wow. zip lines and a swing and a climbing wall and all like really well done stuff that adults could do easily, but it's for the kids. And I think we might've talked about his non fear of heights. Cause he just climbs right up, you know, no problem. There's a zip line. No Daredevil. problem. It's a big swing, like went to the highest, like highest you could take him and swung. And it, it looked, I was jealous. It looked like so much fun. <laughs> I was like, when do the adults get to... Uh, no, it's just for the kids. Oh. <laughs> so, but then he was so excited. He's going to be a... Um, if he sticks with this, he's going to be a, a camp counselor because he idolizes those teenage kids. He he loves them. He Wow. He, like, had his first crush, I think, on one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was, neat. like, she went back to college and he was all upset. So, like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you have a little crush there? He's like maybe oh that's cool that's cool but um but yeah he was touring us around the place like this is where we do archery this is that he was really excited i've never seen him so excited about something 
So I was like, yep, he's going to be a camp counselor one of these days. So now I want to get him into um, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and all that stuff because it seems to gravitate towards that stuff. So that was good. And then that's, you know, other than that, not too much. Regular family stuff. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, grown up time. Do we have anything to talk about? Anything you're doing without the kids that you want to bring up? Any films you saw, television shows, video games you played? Well, I, I think I, on my list I have um, I have just I, the Star Wars Rebels. I, I know a lot of us can't <laughs> wait to see that. I, I just uh, they, they put out a new trailer. We just watched it uh, a couple times. I sent it over to Hoff. I know yeah, he, he, I he liked super, it a lot. It's got a lot excited. of little little things that they, they reveal in there. Yeah. That's an extended trailer. It really was. It really was. And it, it, the characters look great. The, um, the callbacks to the, the old movies, uh, some of oh, the, some, you said the ATSTs come in in there yeah. and a lot of, I think you see R2 and 3PO. Yeah. They revealed great. that, which I thought they would kind of leave as a surprise, but they let, revealed it in the trailer. So yeah, a little bit of, a little which, bit of Jedi things going on there. kind of keeps the, you know, the, the thing that the only two characters that are consistent through all the movies is R2 and 3PO. So if they're doing that, they're throwing them in the Rebels one too, then they keep that trivia, you know, all the way through. Right. So be, I think they're going to be in the new movies, obviously. So that's true. Yeah, I think uh, but, Anthony Daniels has already signed in. So. <laughs> he does yeah, <laughs> which is great. Psyched. It's good that you always can count on him. That's really all I've been really thinking about. I got a lot going on um, at work and getting everybody ready for school. We've been going through all the. All the packets that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have uh, my son reading Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, nice! Is, yeah, and we went into Barnes and Noble and uh, picked up a, a kind of a kids version. I was going to say that's a tougher read for a kid, but if you went the official Absolutely. version, yeah, the official version version would have been very confusing for him. But this impressive one reading, my kids yeah. reading Jules Verne. <laughs> <laughs> but it it pairs it down really well, and it, it tells. Uh, it gives enough of the excitement of the story, but um, you got that at the library? No, I got it at uh, Barnes, and Barnes and Noble. I think I it was uh, like seven dollars. Because I got to amp up like his reading level from the comic book. You know, he's here to save the day. You know, to to actual stories. Yeah. You know, with less pictures. I think they had um, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. They had uh, they had Robin Hood. They had uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, uh, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn. And I had him choose the two, and he chose 20,000 Leagues, and he chose uh, Robin Hood, okay. which I was excited about, and a Skylander book. But I got I let him. I was like, oh, you get, yeah, grab it, grab it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what we've been doing this week. I've been in an anime mood lately, um, and Netflix has tons of them. Yeah, they do. Cool. And they've had a few uh, recent releases that have been pretty neat, too. One was I watched a movie called Harlock. It's about a space pirate. Which was pretty neat. Um, I mean, it was totally out there, but it was beautiful, really nice computer animation, Um, and it was it held my interest. I watched the whole thing, so uh, yeah, check that out. It was okay for the kids. There's, I I looked up the parent guide just to refresh my memory a few minutes ago. Um, There was a scene where there was like a shower scene uh, where you get to see some side boob, I guess, so that could be a problem, and a lot of violence. But uh, yeah, that was about it. Well, I did very little. <laughs> I'm getting ready for to get back to work, so I've been doing a lot of prep work for school. Um, not a whole lot of time to do other, anything other than that. So um, let's let's move on to our next segment, 
really quickly here. Uh, we hear hearing from Fangirl once again. Um, our 14 year old correspondent Emily, who is going to talk to us about a couple of things uh, that she is super interested in um, that you may find interesting. So let's hear from Emily once again. A friendly desert community where the sun is hot, the moon is beautiful, and mysterious lights pass overhead while we're all pretending to sleep. Welcome to Night Vale. Hello to everyone listening, tis I, Zephengirl. Today I'm going to t- talk about two things. Numero uno, I'm going to try and explain Welcome to Night Vale. And two, if I end up having time, I'm going to talk about stuff going on with Doctor Who. To start off, I'm going to give you the basic of WTNV. Welcome to Night Vale is a podcast presented as a radio show for the fictional town of Night Vale. The host, or main character, of this podcast is Cecil Gershwin Palmer. He reports on all the strange events that happen throughout the city. Night Vale is full of thought-provoking humor and beautifully inspirational monologues, but it's one of those things you've got to pay constant attention to, because if you zone out for a second, you are lost. You are lost in the Pacific Ocean with no lifeboat, and you have a better chance at walking on water than understanding what the heck Cecil was talking about. Seriously, one moment he says something like, On this day in history, people related to you, whose names you do not know, performed actions that were never recorded. Then the next moment, it's, Remember when all we had to worry about was a sentimental glow cloud dropping animal corpses all over the city? Ah, simpler times. This podcast really gets your mind working. Joseph Frank, 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 one of the creators of Night Vale, commented saying that he came up with the idea of a town in the desert where all the conspiracy theories were real. Boy, did he take that idea and make it work. It's like a dark, strange piece of art with just, really, it's just, wow. If you did want to get into this, you would have to start from the beginning, because even though the stories are all over the place, they do go along with the plot. And like I said, it's very complicated, so you would need to start from the first one. This is appropriate for, I would say, preteens, because some of the stuff is a bit dark, but other than that, anyone could listen to it. Before moving on to Doctor Who, I would like to take a bit of time to talk about one of my favorite actors who just passed away. Robin Williams, he was a great man, and he brought smiles to a lot of people's faces. And all I can say now is, Jeannie, you're free. Yes, I did take that from Aladdin, but everyone's doing it, so it it makes sense. It sounds nice. Anyways, on a much brighter note, Doctor Who Season 8 premiered today. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Which, for me, today, is August the 22nd. I am so excited, if you haven't tell, if you couldn't tell. It records at 9, so I have to wait a bit. But still, Season 8 is finally here. Peter Capaldi, who was our 12th Doctor, I have high hopes for, because he is a hilarious guy, and I cannot wait to see him in action as the Time Lord. There's been a lot of rumors going around about what's going to happen this season, But really, we don't know until we watch it. 
So keep your ears open and I'll be updating about what happens. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, Doctor Who is a British TV show that's been on for 50 years. The main character is an alien named The Doctor. He, along with a human companion, travels throughout time and space, going on adventures and saving planets. Their ship is disguised as an old London police box. It's called the TARDIS, T-A-R-D-I-S, Time and Relative Dimension in Space. Ever hear of the Think Inside the Box? Well, you would most definitely want to think inside of this box, because it's bigger on the inside. It's action. This show is action-packed, and it gives a great way to teach your kids about history. Just don't go word for word by what happens, because most of the historical figures end up turning out to be like aliens and stuff, so yeah. If you do not already watch this, I highly recommend this show. It is amazing. That is all the time I have right now. Basically what I'm saying is that's all that I wrote for today. So I'll see you guys next time. Well, thanks again, Emily. Um, great information there. Be sure to uh, check out that first episode, which has, as she pointed out, has aired. Um, and I'm hearing, as usual, that uh, the fans of Doctor Who, I'm referring to Doctor Who when I say episode, Doctor Who has uh, have started yelling about how they don't like the new Doctor. But then oh, again, really? They do that. that. Whenever there's a new Doctor, they get upset. What yeah. are the Doctor Who fans called? Whovians. Yeah. Yeah. I knew there was yeah. a name. I just didn't know. Emily's that. a big old Whovian from what I understand. Whovian. I'm really curious to see on our next podcast what she thinks of the new Doctor. So. Did you call her a big old Whovian? She's a big old Whovian. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Wait a Doctor uh, Oh, no. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's okay. You can say that. She is that. I... Um, I did. Li- I listened to a couple of podcasts on um, Night Vale. That was it was really good. Pretty entertaining. If you can check yeah. it out, so Night Vale fun. is a podcast. It is a podcast. After they listen to this one, then they're allowed to. Go of course, listen. this of has course. to be number one in the rotation. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So thanks, Em. We'll, we'll hear from you again next time. So let's move on to the LXP Classic Film Review. Finally, we are talking about The Last Starfighter, released July thirteenth, nineteen eighty four. Starring Lance Guest as Alex Rogan, otherwise known as The Last Starfighter. Robert Preston uh, as Centuri. Catherine Mary Stewart as Maggie. And Dan O'Herlihy as Grig, the alien navigator. Plot synopsis from IMDb with a little bit of spice from me. Video gaming boy, seemingly doomed to stay at his trailer park home all his life, finds himself recruited as a gunner for an alien defense force with the help of a space shyster. And a skilled alien co-pilot, he goes on and takes on an entire armada in order to defend the galaxy from the tyranny of a warmongering invasion force led by an insane despot. This week's kid synopsis is brought to us by J.E.'s son, Hunter. So, oh, wait, actually, we're going to play a clip from... The lever on your left is the chair controller. As you can see, all guns will track with your every move. Grasp the target control with your right hand. At your fingers is the weaponry. The lasers, photon bolts, and the particle beams. Hey, wait a minute. This is just like back home. What's this? Careful, careful. That's Death Blossom, a weapon of last resort. Luckily, I was in here working on it when the hangar went up. Now, are you ready? All systems. Go. Ignition. Wait, when did the hangar go up? I told you! When's your attack? And where were the starfighters? 
In the hangar! You mean they're dead? Death is a primitive concept. I prefer to think of them as battling evil. In another dimension! In another dimension? How many left? Including yourself? Yeah! One! One! So there's the last Starfighter um, clip, and what we're going to do is J.E.'s son. Um, oh, should we do it? Yeah, yeah, just to set this up, I mean, he was bouncing off the walls this <laughs> entire movie. He probably actually saw 20 total minutes of it, <laughs> although he was in the room with me the entire time. It was just one of those mornings. And uh, it, like it, the movie ended, and he was sitting down, and I was like, it's now or never. <laughs> like, I have to get in there and get this. So... Right, so here's so Hunter's here's, movie here's Hunter's uh, movie review, The Last Starfighter. So Hunter, what did you think about The Last Star Starfighter? Uh, I liked it. You did? Hey, um, you know what? Oh. Uh, can we do videos? Can we do videos? Yeah, we can do videos. Um, but first, <laughs> first we're gonna do it just with our words. Um, you know what? My favorite part mm -hmm. was when um. Um, it, my favorite part was over. I got um, Maggie um, to, I got to come in the spaceship with him. She did, yeah. What um, were the spaceships pretty cool? Mhm. Mm Would you want to fly in one? I yeah, and no? and you know what? What? I want to have a star, and and it's gonna be a star fighter. Oh yeah. And there's going to be bad guys in it. And what are you going to do? Uh, I would be um, a starfighter did this. Mm -hmm. Well, um, do you think watching this movie would help you be a better starfighter? Yeah. Why? What did you learn? Uh, I could starfighters walk. They do what? Um, walk in outer space. They walk in outer space? And um, now, Daddy, um, yep. can we do video? Sure thing. <laughs> Um, so okay, um, yeah, that kind of sums up his <laughs> experience with the movie. So yeah, why don't you tell us about that? Sure. Well, I'll, I'll start by saying I had to make myself watch this movie. I didn't watch it as a kid, <laughs> yeah, so my only my only knowledge coming into it was the the preview for it. When I went to rent when I, before I went to rent it, and that was the worst preview I've ever seen in my life. It was just every it's, bad eighties cliche. Yes rolled into one three-minute clip. <laughs> and it had the worst spoilers in it, too. It's like they show the last five minutes of the movie in the trailer for they the should. movie. That's yeah, awesome. it was speaking so of, bad. Speaking of... No, not that, but it, it's so obvious that he lives through it. Speaking and, of spoilers, uh, and this, this review will be loaded with them. Oh, since yeah. we have an already. We, yeah. Yeah. But we I just feel like do it's, that it's fair to say that, yeah. you know, just in case someone's yeah. new to the podcast. I mean, the very end of the... In the trailer is is uh, the end scene where he's in the spacesuit and reuniting with with uh, Maggie. Oh, oh yeah, Maggie? yeah. I yep. forget. Um, like it was just so obvious that that was going to be the end of the movie. <laughs> but yeah, um, but I ended up enjoying it a little better than I thought I would. I didn't. I didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um. Yeah. But my son was just. I think he was too young for it because I think you had to. It actually had a story if you were gonna be involved there were some pretty uh animations and whatnot but uh 
for someone, if you're not really going to get the story, it was a completely boring movie for you. Um, the aliens, I mean, the aliens, he thought they were cool. He, he actually watched those. Um, but the, the fight, the game play and the fighting, the star fighting, it just wasn't, he, he couldn't have cared less. Right. He was much more interested dragging things around the living room and <laughs> jumping on the couch and things it like that. It didn't grab his attention. No. But he, he sat through the, he got tired and sat through the last, uh, 10 minutes and was fine. But, uh, yeah, he, he'll never, well, I, I doubt he'll watch it again. It, a few funny things like the spaceships walking in space. Uh, there's the starships walking in space. I thought that was funny. Something that he he pulled out over the, when he was uh, reviewing the movie. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The uh, Luke Luke was the same way. He, oh, sorry. Luke was the same way. He uh, <laughs> speaking right into the mic instead of over here. Uh, Luke actually didn't like the the space battles. He, uh, really? Of course, he liked the Death Blossom. Who doesn't? I mean, that was, that was, everybody likes the Death Blossom. Everyone wants to press that button. But um, he was all into, um, and I marked it down here so I could remember, is it the, the Zando Zan, the, the, hit, the hit beast? The, guy, the guys who came down to try to take out oh, the main guys. character. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and he uh, he was also into the, um, the, the beta. He was into beta, and, which was the, the clone. The clone, yeah. And he loved the scene where he takes off his head and uh, talks yeah, to the little brother. Sense. He really related with the little brother in it, and because uh, just about the same age, I would think maybe a yeah. little older, yeah. or a little younger. Um, so his favorite part was the part where the yeah. where the guy says, "I'm going to tell mom about your playboys." Mm, yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's, that's, and I, that's I, good. I, I braced. What is I was like, boy? I, I braced for that question, but it didn't come up. I was like, all right. Well, they actually up. showed the kid looking at the Playboys earlier right. in the film, so maybe he he just saw it. He's like, oh, it's, I, yeah. it may I don't not think... even be a comment. Like when we were a kid, Playboy was pornography. Right. Like Playboy was, but now I don't think. Well, I don't. Uh, he doesn't not. even know what that is or what he was looking at. I don't think it's a household. Exactly. I don't think it's a household yeah. name. It just looked like a magazine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Printed magazines. Who knows anything about right. those right. anyway? The cover of Maxim is probably as bad as right you know, for, for the play Definitely what was shown. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he um, he did bring out for the very first time. Uh, he said, "Dad, you know when it's going to be a scary part." Because you can hear the scary music. <laughs> He's already uh, figuring out the. That was pretty neat. Um, but he and he he did. I mean, when I saw it first time, I was I was really into the fact that these video games were training units and and would yeah. because you know back back when we saw it, that was like all we had for video games. Really, it was a, you know you'd go to the stand up units and you could totally see. I know you guys yeah. mentioned earlier in the podcast the Star Wars games. It was it was exactly like that. It was the a last... takeoff on Star Wars, like most of the right. The whole movie kind of was right. Yeah, Even yeah. the the hiding in the meteor and the yeah, the last the... hope. The you know. right, but as a simpler version, it was it was basic. I I I felt like it was Star Wars in a in a condensed. There was less talk about really what was going on in the background, and honestly, the stuff that was going on in the background was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it really was like all the, you know, the bad guy was. I think uh, Jay and I were talking the like, worst bad guy ever. <laughs> Absolutely non-threatening. But the best in a comical way. Yeah. Like some of his quotes, especially the one at the end. What do we do now? I mean, that's the most famous one for me. Yeah. We die. 
<laughs> well, those guys were even like, this guy is the worst bad guy ever. Why are we listening to this guy? I'm taking my little flippy yeah, that, glass thing that goes over my eye, and I'm out of here. Yeah, that, what is that doing? The, yeah, those characters. And I, the, the Kodan Armada, which is the red-faced, weird, wrinkly-faced guys, yeah. there's only two of them that speak. The rest of them are just like... Part robot, part yeah. slug, or something. Oh, like, yeah, right. Their weird. helmets come off. They like, why are they bad guys? <laughs> you know what they reminded me? Of? Who is the guy? Who are the the characters in Episode One, Star Wars Episode One? They were like uh, oh. the Trade Federation guys. Yes. Uh, oh, the uh, Gungans. Yeah. Oh no, no not the Gungans. Gungans on the ship with the Trade Federation. Uh, what was, what was uh, really New Gunray and yeah, the uh, ones. Yeah. Manning that, oh, Captain, they're... Right. Know, they're... It was almost the same scene. I'm like, the, the, the Lucas, like, that was a good scene. I like those bad guys. Two guys who really talk a lot, and the other guys don't say anything. Yeah. Perfect. But I... Uh, just that... that uh, who is there? With his... He had the scepter... With, yeah. the, with the with the the jackknife that came out of the top. I was like, yeah, what is that? I don't know. Um, but as far as, as far as Luke is concerned, he... And, and Alex couldn't stay still. He was like, he's like your son, J.E. But um, he kind of liked it. He, you know, it was it was condensed enough. Uh, there was enough little action parts to, to mm-hmm. keep him interested. Um, you know, at the end, he didn't quite understand what was going on, but neither did I. So at the time, yeah. I first watched it. I yeah. yeah, I was just going death blossom. Well, come on, yeah, because the bad guys aren't established. You're like, okay, they're, they're the bad guys, and yep. you know, we gotta fight them. And yeah, it's it's it's. The whole movie is kind of a knockoff of sci-fi movies, yeah. and it got the attention of people because of the CGI or you know, the early CGI. Yeah, um, it's the first film to use CG, CG. special effects to that degree. It wasn't right. bad either. I found myself I was expecting yeah, still... it to be really cheesy and corny special effects. I mean, obviously, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But even taking it with a grain of salt, I was impressed by the graphics. Yeah, it's like wow, that's... these graphics were available in the eighties. I didn't even know. That. Yeah, yeah, it's still that wasn't bad. There's just the no like shading. The that they there was no, yeah. <laughs> there was no texture to any of the. Me- it was just very like plain, straight, plain, plain, plain. straight lines. Yeah, straight, you know, it was but for the 3D time, filled pretty, in, but... pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noted too that it was very Star Wars like. You know that. You know, a kid who wants to escape from his yeah. kind of poor life gets the opportunity to go. Great and, Joseph Campbell and he becomes the. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that's what I love the most about the film, and I'm a fan of it. I mean, I mm. I completely agree that it's campy. It's it's a great B movie. It's a it's a real, it's term. like Star Wars kind of turned into a B movie. You know, with the horrible. But you have all those same kind of points. You have the kid with the wise mentor, with the alien co-pilot, yeah. with the. A bunch of alien races in a room when mm-hmm. he's in there with the other starfighters and the um, the last you know he's the last movie. one to do you know to to you know but um, I think that's that's the the strong message of this film which is what I love is that you you can do what you want as long as you have confidence. Is at one point he says to Centauri, Alex and Centauri, after he drops him off at home, he says, "I'm just a kid from a trailer park," and, and Centauri says, "If that's what you think, then that's all you'll ever be." I love that line. Because it, it really kind of sums up what I hope my son, when he gets older, starts to understand that his limitations are his own limitations. You know, I mean, not everybody gets what they want, but he has the ability and the choice to try to get something more for himself. And if opportunity comes along to kind of, you know, I have a lot of students that have been told for a long time that they're not they're not strong enough academically or whatever. 
And I try to tell them, listen, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. What do you think? If you think you can do better, then do better. Don't don't just relegate yourself to this is what I expect my future to be because this is where I come from. And this is what I've always had. You you may have the opportunity to do something better. And, and Alex gets that chance. So I, I really like that, that he has a chance to kind of become something. You know, I've forgotten the beginning of the film because, you know, it's one of these movies you you flip it along, you see it, and you watch, you get the last half of it. That whole beginning part setting him up as this kid who just wants to get out. He just gets that letter. He doesn't get financial aid. He can't go to the school he wants to go to. And it seems like that his life is kind of desperate and sucks. Here comes, you know, heaven calling. <laughs> Come up to space and save the world. Save the universe, whatever. So, Do you sign that, to the watching of this movie to those students that you need yeah. to inspire? <laughs> no, I don't think they would, they would go for it, but... <laughs> That was a good line in the movie, though. I remember it. I remember it, uh, it happening and hearing it and thinking, thinking to myself, oh, "I wonder how I'm gonna have to teach that lesson to my kids." Hmm. And the, and I love that the video games are the conduit for that. It's like something yeah. we all had when we were that age. Like, imagine being really great. Like at this thing that people dismissed as a waste of time. Video games is a big way. Now, like there are people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars playing video games and getting deals and competing and stuff. But then it was like you spent the whole day at the arcade what the hell are you doing like this is like well look there's something could happen this could mean something like something that i love as a kid when i was you know watching this film back in 1984 it's like look at this guy he played video games and became like this awesome savior of the universe so maybe there is you know something this is what i get i get this i, I get this love for video games and this movie turns it into something so much bigger i like that too you think Hoff? um I agree with all that. I mean, obviously, um, I think I'm definitely more biased because I'm a fan of it from an entertainment perspective. Um, I just watched it for what it was. You know, I knew that it was a knockoff and a B movie and this and that. But, you know, I was a kid, probably younger, somewhere between the the younger kid and and the teenage Alex. Um, So both realms you know i play a lot of video games too <laughs> it's you know a kid that you get you make goofy little things but yeah a little bit of what you were saying it's like there's a, a destiny but i get i like that theme in all the movies that i watch like i like that joseph campbell rags to riches you have a destiny that type of thing and even though it was campy it was funny it entertained me now at the same time back to to our thing um same thing you said he watched it he liked the space battles but it was more on the level of like a tv show like it wasn't to him like a the the movie that i saw um totally didn't didn't care about the girlfriend parts and and so much the the clone guy he just thought it was weird and the aliens he's like yeah it's scary you know that he more tuned in for the the space battles and like that. So he enjoyed that part, but overall, you know, I don't think he, it's not up to the par of probably some of the other movies we've done. Classic, classic movie wise. I mean, for me, it has a special place, but I don't think it's going to be for him the same thing. Hmm. You know, I to go back some of our previous ones, there has been a lot that comes out of what we've done. Like he loves the Goonies now. He probably will watch Princess Bride. He's talked about it. We haven't done it. Those kind of things, like this is way after the fact and, and things like, but it comes on TV. It actually came on TV. Oh, Goonies. really? Um, oh, is. the Goonies did. And we watched it and he he liked it even more. So 
it's hard to do this podcast and based on this one viewing because unfortunately I kind of rushed him through it too, so it's kind of my fault. Um, so we didn't sit down as a family and watch the movie. I was like, we got to watch it, and I probably put yeah. too much pressure on him. You have to, yeah. yeah watch you know, this I movie. Probably, to turn into a job. I, yeah, I might have ruined. We've that already form. jumped the shark. This is uh, the last podcast. <laughs> 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 no, just for him this instance, because you know we were so busy with other stuff and prepping for school and all that right. stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's that, been a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, been so. But I loved watching it again. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, not so much for him, but I just. Everything I liked about it the first time, I just it, but it's more of a memory thing, right? Like where I was, it brought back some right. really. I felt the same thing too. I mean, it was that, during that time exactly what you said, G Man, about the uh, about the video game, and we were all so into that. And yeah. that was you'd sit there and you play it and you play it and beg your parents for another quarter, another dollar, right. just so you could play it. And they would, you know, very similar to what I do now with my kids. But uh, <laughs> we're not pumping quarters and you know, there was one thing. Five dollars trap teams right exactly i know <laughs> right. we did a little talking about uh he was a little uncomfortable with uh when beta showed up he was he's morphing into into alex into a version of alex he was and, a little scared of that part yeah, yeah. and the torture Didn't... scene which was i oh, think that was like that was horrible yeah that was kind of scary that wasn't right screaming and melting his face off yeah that wasn't cool forget about those things when you haven't yeah, seen it in like a while yeah. yeah that was pretty rough and i i I don't know if yeah. we were talking if you you know cover your eyes scene that would be yeah definitely there were from, there were a few inappropriate times in the movie. they mm. alluded to um, inappropriate sexual advances right and whatnot. yeah yeah talk um, dirty a few times talk dirty yeah. to me was a line oh said, that's right which is just uh, that was the worst it, 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 at the very <laughs> least it's teaching these kids horrible pickup lines like, <laughs> Like that's if you right. gotta pick, learn something from this movie, just don't pick that up. Yeah, was that hard. the point? Everyone's always like, "Let's go to the point." What was that called? Like the makeout point? Yeah, there was yeah. a place. Yeah, yeah, and they were lying down together under under the covers, camping right. by a fire and things, hmm. uh, which I don't think it was a big deal. Well, that's their age. Like, yeah, their age. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's definitely not a great movie. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. it's just yeah. an okay movie. You know. Yeah, I think a TV show. It was kind of a nice yeah. analogy saying it was very much like a show on TV. Oh, with yeah, eight. definitely. Yeah, That's yeah. Because yeah, even the effects are, I mean, TV's better at this point, but, you know, 10 it, years ago. Yeah, the limitations like Star Trek of the budget. Generation type, maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The budget limitations definitely are, are are obvious in some places in the film, like. The acting, like the you know, act, a lot of the actors are terrible. You know, I gotta, I gotta call it. It's, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it yeah, really definitely. is. It's basically one of those movies. It's just a guilty pleasure. The most unbelievable part of the movie is when everyone gets up to cheer him on as he's trying to break the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All these people from around the trailer park. This is a boring. It's the trailer most park. exciting thing that's happened in in a lot, right. and they're all really vested in him beating this video game. Well, they were so, so that was all those a- actors and characters were so very 80s yes it was so it was everybody was like was happy and had their own their own distinct personalities that whole the whole warm-up at the beginning where they're kind of like strolling through the, the uh trailer park he's meeting every different and he's meeting everybody the trailer park looked like fun though 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone gets along. Yeah, and, you know, yeah it's like a big family. Yeah, it's a big family. I don't kind of yeah, cool. it's quite it's like that, but it kind of like a th- like a third world village though. Sometimes <laughs> they're putting up satellite dishes and fixing like uh, not corrugated. satellite dishes, just no, antennas. antennas. Oh, were they antennas? Yeah, it was antennas. old. Yeah, that wow. Was the, you know, just around the, no the dawn of cable, and then trailer parks didn't have cable back then. Right, and all the uh, the teenagers all looked probably about twenty five. They could have been the Footloose cast. Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. The cowboy just, guy with the cowboy hat. They just right. drove to the next town over <laughs> yeah, to pick up much. their friend to go to the lake. Yeah, but there, there were some really cool, I think there were some really great moments too. You know, it's, it's, it's hokey and some of them were like the, I think the ending of the film when Alex comes back to Earth. And everybody rushes, and, and when Greg is meeting, the I, I love that scene. Greg, when yeah. Greg is meeting yeah. everybody. Well, yeah. There you go. Greg is everybody a great know what character. To make I think him. Greg was the best actor in the entire and movie. Absolutely. Yeah, Dan O'Hurley. He's an old. We, he was. We should, he passed away, but he's an old. We should school. bring that up because he yeah. was. I mean, you, that's the most memorable. He's you might hilarious. recognize him. The only other place I recognize him from, although he's he's been around forever. He's a lot of westerns and stuff in the fifties and sixties. He he was the he was like the head of um, the big conglomerate in both of the original um, RoboCop films. Hmm. He was he was well, that guy. He was the old guy that was like, "You're fired!" And then RoboCop's oh, like, "Thank you!" And he shoots the guy, kills the bad guy. Um, he was he was in both of those films. But I, I mean, I he's just I think Greg is great. I think Greg is for me, and this maybe Blasphemy is almost as cool as Chewbacca as far as a, as a co pilot. At least as cool as Nine Numb. <laughs> Wow. But almost oh, as cool. Numb, kind of somewhere numb. between Chewbacca and Nine Numb in terms of <laughs> gets on the screen co like three minutes. <laughs> I know. Nine nine numb. As far <laughs> as co pilots, <laughs> someone just moved up nine in the co pilot ranking process. No, maybe uh, we'll rank our co pilots. Wow. Someday. That's, uh, yeah, I'm going to make a short what about, Go- what about Goose? Oh, come oh. on. Goose, Goose eject now. Goose he didn't is even lame. make it. Oh, you just got visually. I know you can't see this, folks, but he just got really angry. Man, that's just, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Top Gun, but, you know, that's Uh, neither here nor there. Um, Now we see. But I think the ending is the last sequence when the ship is taking off and there's smoke and light, and Lewis, the little brother, gets the stool and stands and he sees the ship on the video screen going up and he looks and he sees the actual gun star going up and he screams, wow. I just, I think that scene is just well shot. It's beautiful. As opposed to when Alex is is being presented to the people of Rylos. whatever that Rylos, oh, and yeah. there's like 14 people <laughs> from behind, and he's like up that. on. They're supposed to be up on like seeing the entire population of this planet, and there's like this is like a bunch of people wearing like hoodies, just like yay <laughs> from behind. <laughs> it looks terrible. You know the director is like, yeah, put the hoodies up we so we don't have afford- to show different masks. We don't want to have to. It's do probably any of that. the entire cast from. From the trailer park, they just put hoodies on them, <laughs> put the camera behind them. Now they're making part two. I, no, I just kidding, <laughs> kidding. I, when I searched I online, a star, Last Starfighter Two came up. I have to investigate that. For it a wow, there wasn't Last Starfighter. No, 2? I don't know. It's I a really good scene. Next to Last Starfighter. Yeah. Next to Last. <laughs> hey, we could do it. You guys want to do a Last, last Starfighter? Last star- we could do it out in my backyard. Sure, why not? All right, uh, we do like I get to be sunny Philadelphia. Okay, half your zero. I'm who. You're going to be Zer. Yeah, oh, he Zer. died. He, oh, no, he, he got away. He got away. The, yeah. He, he got away. He got skate pod, on, right? Yeah, he got in skate pod. The code on right. Armada blew up. Thank God those, oh, those ships still had it. The there and the Frontier still The guy with the monocle, is that Zer? Yeah. No, no. Zer was the, the guy that was like a Rylos guy, except he was evil. <clears> oh, okay. I was yeah, remember? His ship got hit and he went spiraling into... Oh, okay, oh no, yeah. that's Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very similar. Very similar. 
Any last words about the film before we uh, talk about ranking? Just, uh, rating? Um, no, we can go straight to the ranking. I, well, I, did, oh, you, I, yeah. I give it, you know, right now, watching it, it you five. know, older, I gave it a three. I don't know. I, I wasn't. But um, my son liked it. He liked it. He, you know, he, I thought there were fun little parts you could jump in and jump out of. Mm-hmm. That's kind of neat. And I don't know. I wouldn't give him. I, I don't know what star rating, but it is kind of cool. If that was on TV, I'm sure he would watch it again. I'm oh, sure yeah. he would watch little parts. Yeah, that's yeah. Good, good info. I mean, it's it's just a campy. Like I said, it's a guilty pleasure. I, you know, personally, three and a half because I, I don't know. We doing fives. Five stars. Yeah. I think, I think we said seven yeah. was the top. Seven, seven, no. seven and a half seven. was the top one. So three and a half because it's campy. I realize it. It, <laughs> it hasn't held up as good as some of the other ones we've done. My son, I got to give him another shot. But I mean, it's only a two right now. And I, I think if we do like you said, like jump in and out, mm-hmm. I think he's going to like scenes better than others. So, you know, I'll just give it a two and a half, two. I, I, still, I still think it's funny and it's, it's, it's worth watching. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Give it a shot. I, I might watch it one more time with them to see. Mm. Well, it's it's tough to give it a good rating for the kids because my son barely watched it and my daughter didn't at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to give it a three since he liked it. I mean, he said he liked it. He had some memories of it. Um, myself, I, I don't have any nostalgia for it at yeah. all. So as coming into it to just watch a movie – yeah, it was a bad B movie. So yeah, I'm gonna. Go. I mean, I'm fair. sorry, a good B movie. I didn't mean to say bad B movie. Um, oh yeah, because it's not. I bad. didn't mean to say a bad. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess I'd give it a two from like myself. <laughs> uh, the brand new, fresh, that's the worst watch review. But I totally get that. I mean, I, yeah. that's the worst rating of the of the bunch so far. Yeah, I'd, I'd one, have though. to go with. But it's fair. One. Yeah, three, three and a half for me. My son, he watched a few minutes and then was like, "I'm playing with my cars now." He had no at all, no interest at yeah. all in the film. So. Uh, okay, so um, so that wraps up um, episode five. Um, our next film will be the 1988 fantasy film Willow, which I'm hoping will go over better than this one did. I, but, I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. We so have it's... to we we have to watch all you know movies whether we think they're going to like them or not. I mean, I yeah. I like this movie, but you know, the so kids didn't part of the necessarily. Grand um, that's the part. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but Willow, great film. I love it. Um, I Warwick it Davis. So, uh, and it was uh, uh, Lucas, right? Yes. Directed. Yeah. Um, following that, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which we possibly may, possibly, possibly may be doing to. at the drive-in. I want to do that. The drive-in much. is playing E.T. Uh, on Labor Day weekend, so we are working on with trying Raiders. to get together. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, my with son what? is with Raiders. With Raiders in the last, last arc. They're paying with Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's awesome. If we get to see both of those, maybe we'll talk about both of them. I don't know what will happen. I don't know. My son doesn't sit still very well, and it starts very late. So oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll we probably wouldn't get, get to the second film. Hopefully, E.T.'s first. Um, so, as usual, you can find us on Twitter, LXP Online. Are we just are we LXP Online or just LXP on Twitter? I always forget. LXP Online. LXP Online on Twitter at twitter.com. Uh, email is onlinelxp at gmail.com. Website, lxponline.com. And we also have a Facebook page, The League of Extra Nerdy Parents. So follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Check out our website. Um, we finally have the full packed up website, new relaunch that has re- been received by JE from... 
once again, Hannah at Splatipus Designs. Thanks again, Hannah, for yep, designing our awesome. new website. It, it will be, by the time this goes up, I think it'll be yeah. live. So when you're hearing this, go right to our new website and tell us what you think. It's going to look a lot prettier than our old one did. So, um, But stay tuned. Uh, before our next uh, next podcast, we will be uploading a bonus episode. Um, I don't know if what we're going to call it, special edition episode one or bonus episode 5.5 or something, where we're just going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy because we all saw it and our kids saw it. So we're going to spend a little bit of time, shorter, little special podcast about that. So look for that in a few days after this podcast is released and um, take a listen to it. Thanks again for listening. Um, and remember, if uh, that's all you think, then that's all you'll ever be. Signing off. <laughs> this is G-Man. This is off. This is Fonz. J.E. She won't answer the help. We're locked in the moon's gravitational pull. What do we do?